get ready to ride Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky Sportsbook and coming to you from Studio A here at the DNVR Bar, where the A stands for. Are we sure that's allowed? Then are we sure Russell Wilson was allowed to be on the field today at practice? He's flying through the concussion protocol. Wow. That is for sure. Interesting. And we'll want to break it down right now. Sure, let's dive right let's in. Use that it. code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> and uh, Russell Wilson today. Did probably three things that made every media member say, whoa, really? <laughs> He's doing that? So the first one was he was actually probably like five or ten things that he did. The first one was he was at practice. That yep. is a huge step in the right direction when we're talking about the concussion protocol. Just being outside with the team is a step in the right direction there. Didn't. Nathaniel Hackett say he wasn't going to be at practice, though? Uh, he said he was not going to be a participant yep. okay. in practice, which we'll kind of get through as we go through these steps. Mm -hmm. So it, being outside literally is uh, progress yeah. in the concussion yes. protocol. Wearing a jersey and uh, being in team stretch is also mm -hmm. another positive step. And then Russell Wilson had his helmet on, despite many media, many media members saying, oh, well, he's out there without his helmet. Nope, yep. he put his helmet on, he was jogging, went to the next drill, and he's participating in drills. He's holding the ball, running through, sidestepping through, through some drills, which that yep. is the next step in the concussion protocol. And then for the, the last part that we got to see at practice, Russell Wilson is throwing footballs. Now, I want to make clear it's individual work. Yep. He's just throwing them to, you know, uh, staff members out there, coaches that are out there. But I got to say, this is as far as I've ever seen a player go through the concussion protocol on a Wednesday, on the very mm -hmm. first day that they were able to practice. So we couldn't be talking about more progress for Russell Wilson today. So he's in phase three of the protocol, right? That's what it seems like, yeah. yeah because three of, of the five. football moves. And so then he gets the, the DNP because likely he didn't participate in the team drills. Yeah. No, so that's what not like he would he definitely well, can't if they're gonna list him as DMP, which they did. He, oh so he is officially DMP? He is officially okay, DMP. Okay, I didn't see the email. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So he wasn't in team drills. But still, I mean, it's interesting how and and uh, I even learned a little today just how much limited and DNP mean. I thought if you're practicing, you're gonna be limited, right? Mm -hmm. But apparently not. Apparently the limited comes when it comes to team drills. So I believe, and you guys can correct me on this, the last phase, phase five, is do you have any symptoms? After going through a real practice. Yes. yes. So that one is all but guaranteed that uh, he's going to eventually pass that one. So the only stage, because uh, that's just essentially comes down to the player Saying, how do you feel? Sadly, like, do you want to play or not is really the question yep. that they're asking them. Yep. Um, so phase four is just participating, being a full participant in practice or being a limited participant in practice. Yes, actually going through uh, more than just contact or, or uh, uh, football drills, but even being like, yeah, a participant in practice. Yep. So he's playing. Russell Wilson is playing. That's what I said on Monday. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, and even with when I said that on Monday, I had no idea it was going to be this, this clear, fast, this yeah. obvious, this fast. Russell Wilson will be playing, and he's a guy. He has had con concussion-like symptoms before, yes. and he you know, was fined $100,000 for jumping out of the blue tent when he was with Seattle too early mm. be before actually being tested for concussions because you know why? He wants to play regardless yep. of the injury. He came back last year when it was a four- to six-week injury. He came back when it meant nothing to the team in terms of playoffs. He came back a week early, even on the early side of that diagnosis. Russell Wilson wanted to play in week seven against the Jets. It was Nathaniel Hackett that had to hold him back mm -hmm. despite Russell Wilson wanting to play. Russell Wilson wants to play. Russell Wilson is going to play. So it's not Brett Rip and Colt McCoy this week. Unofficially, 
In my opinion, it's Russell Wilson versus Colt McCoy. It's got to be Russ. I mean, at this point, it's pretty clear. Like, it, it is, it's irresponsible, though. Like, mm. he should not be out there on a practice field. Like, I don't care what the doctors say. I did the math, kind of funny. 69 hours before he, we saw him on the field was when he took that hit. 69 hours, like, we saw what we saw. We saw the eyes glaze over. We saw that he was unconscious. We saw him try to strap his shoe four times before his shoe got strapped. Like, that man should not be on a football field right now. I agree, and I don't know what the solution to this stuff is because mm-hmm. if we can't trust the doctors um, and we, can't, we certainly can't trust the players, um, yep. I don't know how we protect them. I've got a solution. Uh, any concussion is a mandatory week out, and then you can go yeah. through this process of, you know, you have independent consultants that are helping with that, but then you at least buy everyone a week. And then there's no pressure on the player. There's no pressure on the independent doc. There's no mm-hmm. pressure on the coaches. There's no pressure on anyone. And uh, would it suck if someone had a very mild concussion, but they showed symptoms, so now that they're held mm-hmm. out a week? Yes, it would. But you know what sucks even more is to see these guys put themselves uh, in, in danger. I have to imagine. I'm not a doctor, obviously. But I have to imagine if you're playing after a week after getting a concussion, yep. you're more likely to get another one or that other yep. one is going to be more severe. So at least giving an extra week and taking that out of the hands of literally everyone. The yep. owners do this uh, in their meeting this offseason, and then boom, it, that helps. Yeah. The only thing that I think they'll really push back on that is it hurts ticket sales. Mm-hmm. Um, because even right now, people are probably saying, oh, well, we might get to see Russ. I'll go to the yeah. game. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you know the second a guy goes down and has to leave the game with a concussion, he is 100% out next week. It's going to hurt their bottom line, and so I don't think they're going to end up doing that. By the way, we also can't trust the spotters. I don't know if you've seen Uh, the Devontae Parker situation. He gets knocked down. He's all wobbly when he stands up. He literally goes to line up for the next play, can barely get his feet under him, and it takes Nelson Aguilar yelling at the referee being like, yo, that's his teammate. Mm -hmm. Had to be like, yo, look at him. He's not right. Stop the play. I mean, on the broadcast, they're even saying right when he gets up, like, oh, we're going to have a pause in the game because the spotters are going to see it, and then they just never did. It's crazy. Well, and then then Devontae Parker goes on Instagram and says, like, how do you guys not pull me out? Like, why did Nelson Aguilar have to say this? Like, what the hell? And then people are saying, like, well, you should just come out of the game then. The man has a concussion. Yeah, right. He doesn't know to go out of the game. He's literally, the brain is not working. That's the point. Exactly. Um, And also, Ryan, one more thing on top of that about hurting ticket sales. What happens if star quarterback gets hurt week 18 and then he's out for the playoffs? That scares the hell out of owners and and out of teams. They don't want that to happen. Well, what will happen is there'll be more corruption in terms of whether the player gets diagnosed with a concussion in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, They'll just be like, well, we can't afford to lose him. So we'll just say he doesn't have a concussion. We'll actually remove him to the game from the game with a shoulder injury. Uh, uh, Yeah, that, that would happen. But now something that would just try to prevent that is if you show like wobbly or or you, mm. you show that you're automatically for the rest of the game, just put in the protocol. Yeah. Good. Good luck. Uh, I think you're right. Um, one more thing I wanted to say about the spotters. I was just thinking, like, how many times do like people not do their jobs because they're like looking at their phone or something? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> what are the chances that like the spotter just happened to be like checking his texts oh, during that play? He's like, nothing's gonna happen on this play. You and, would like, think those would be the three hours where you can be <laughs> dialed in. I, I yeah, I, I feel like th- there's people all like you know like truck drivers shouldn't be checking their phone either but no, i bet you they true. do it's true at the same time like that's a good job to have i talked to one of the spotters yeah and she was saying like like she has another job during the week like she's like a doctor obviously but then they just fly her somewhere on the weekends and they get paid what they get paid to go do this like that on top of a normal salary yes they could still be like checking their phone and stuff but if it was me i'd be like i'm not i'm not doing anything wrong right here because this is an awesome gig fair enough I mean, we have Z Reeves in the comment section said he'll be a spotter for 50 bucks and a pizza. I think maybe what they're paying these spotters (laughs) with with, uh, the way, what was it, Monday nights went? What happens when you go down to take a slice of pizza Ah, and someone gets a knocked out and you miss it? The the, Uh the grease strips on you, you got a napkin, scrub it off, and then by the time you get up, Devontae Parker's already lined up. Exactly. You sneeze. Yep. Yep. A sneeze could get you. (laughs) You miss. 
Whatever happens. Maybe there should be two, just in case of a sneeze situation. A sneeze guard. They always talk about them as spotters. That's like true. There, yeah, there is more than one, yeah. Okay, I think there's good. two. I think there's actually three, and they like rotate. Like somebody has a different job. Okay. Or maybe, oh, I think in the tent. In the tent is a different job, so they're in communication. That's the independent neurologist in the tent, I believe. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. They're going to be relying on the independent neurologist for the end of uh, this week when Russell Wilson officially passes. So, what do we know what he has to do to be able to be cleared to participate in practice, like that he hasn't been done now? Um, I, it's just continuing to progress. I don't think okay. there's any like major hurdles that he needs to go through. It's essentially just not having any steps back. And since he's already in stage three or phase three, there haven't been any steps back. The fact that he's done yeah. it on Wednesday. So yeah. if you want the Broncos to win this week, I think it's great news today. If you care about the health and safety of players, maybe concerning news today, but what it's going to come down to uh, and Nathaniel Hackett was asked tons of questions about this today. And Nathaniel Hackett essentially said, we're going to do what's best for Russell Wilson and his health. We're taking a day by day, yada, yada, yada. If Russell Wilson clears the protocol, Russell Wilson practices on Friday, mm -hmm. Russell Wilson feels good on Saturday, there's no reason why Nathaniel Hackett, just, just being what he is, the head yep. coach of a team that's very desperate right now for wins, there's no reason realistically he's going to hold him back. Yeah, no. he's going to play. And that's, I mean... For us sitting here, I think it's easy to say, you don't give the man a second concussion in one week. Yeah. Yep. Like, again, all the science says, like, those concussions are worse. You're more likely to get them, all that sort of stuff. And that can cause, I mean, we saw what happened with Tua. Like, he gets banged up, and they say, oh, no, it's not a concussion. And then he gets a second one. And although the hit, I mean, it, it looked bad. It didn't look as bad as him, like, getting carted off and all that sort of stuff. Like, it's just not worth that risk. But, again, Nathaniel Hackett needs to win games. Russell Wilson needs to win the fan base back over, and he gets to go do his tough tough guy whatever thing and say, look, here I am. They're not stopping me from playing. I want to be here. And and George Payton needs to win too. And so nobody's actually going to say, don't go play, because they all need him to play, even though it's, I think, very, very obvious. It is not worth risking this man's health, who is under contract for seven years, over a game against... The Cardinals and Colt freaking McCoy. Which like, what are we doing here? It, and winning it has no benefit. At all. Zero. I mean, it, you don't even have the draft pick that, that is tied to mm -hmm. this game if you're the Broncos. There's only if one... they have the draft pick, there might actually be motivation to sit Russ. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. There's only one person that could realistically come in and, and, and shut him down, and that's Greg Penner, a non-football guy. Now, it would make sense for his investment of the $4.65 billion, his investment in the $250 million for Russell Wilson, but he has just made it clear he's not a football guy. I still believe that George Payton is on somewhat of a hot seat, despite other people saying he's 100% safe. If the Broncos finish 3-14, and 14, I think he's on the hot seat, and that is only four games away from happening. Uh, so I, I still think he needs a win, and obviously Nathaniel Hackett needs a win here. And Russell Wilson, he's the ultimate competitor, like we talked about. And on top of that, you talk about the toughness winning fans over. He's going to win even more players over and teammates yep. over, just showing just how tough he is and how much he wants to do this for the team. So uh, in terms of Russ's perspective, putting his health to the side, this is another, just like he was tough last week, this is another thing for him to, to get teammates on his side even more. Yep, it's a bad idea. It's such a bad idea. I think and we all is, agree with that. Even Greg Penner, like... If he jumps in and says, yeah, Russell's not playing, you don't want to ruin that relationship with Russell either. Mm. Like, he doesn't want to be the guy who says, like, Russell, we need you to sit down. Because I don't think that'd be like, oh, no, Russ hates Greg Penner now. But the he'd think, definitely be upset. The owner of your company, though, comes in and says, we are not allowing you to do this this week. We're still going to pay you, and we're doing it out of the safety of your health. I don't think you're really ruining a relationship no. when, it, when it's the owner doing it yeah i would love if like someone here came to me and said like hey man right. <laughs> you seem a little sick you should probably take the rest of the week off yeah yeah don't worry payment's yeah. still gonna come through <laughs> yes, yes. you're fine we'd like and it, you know what ryan it's because you're so valuable we don't want you to hurt those vocal cords <laughs> yeah, just yeah. talking too much That's, the rest of i the would week. be like wow thank you so much <laughs> exactly I, yeah. so, i'm so happy someone's looking out for me but no I, you have a little yeah. cold you're coming in tomorrow yeah. yeah yeah i don't think russell's taking that and smiling about it though like he he, he probably he's not gonna like fight or anything, and again, it's not gonna ruin the relationship, but it's a it's a step in the wrong direction. Russ is like, bro, 
this is the worst defense in football I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Seriously. Oh, this nerd's going to tell me to not play this week? Yeah. yeah. 27 points per game is what the Arizona Cardinals are giving up right now. Wow. Russ and You guys should. were talking about 24 yesterday as like a pat on the back. Yeah, it should. No. You get 24. You should be good. This is this is a team that is averaging 14.9 points per game. 24 right would be over nine points more than what they're averaging right now. How 27 many? is the baseline for me being happy after this game. Oh, well. Wow. We're going to have a sad Ryan yeah. on Sunday oh, night. Everyone's used to it at this point. <laughs> <sighs> you know what could help? If they win 13 to 10... I, they get nothing for me. I, of course, I if they went twenty-one to ten, yeah, nothing for me. Okay, they get something for me then. I didn't give them anything for thirty-four to twenty-eight or whatever that was. Yeah, you're ruthless. I gave, I gave them some points for that. That was <laughs> that was good stuff. <laughs> it was twenty. It was twenty-seven points. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we got to talk about some other injured guys. And this is certainly not concussion water, but something that can just help everyone mm-hmm. in general. Our friends over at Athletic uh, yes. Greens, you get probiotics, vitamins, minerals, concussion all concussion. in <laughs> one little concussion water. Oh, you don't know about the concussion water? It's a good story. Your oh. quarterback, Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah. That's how he came back so quick. Yes. <laughs> is this a PFT article? Um, no, this was real. No, it's very real. Yes. No, um, no, 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 Allie, it doesn't work, actually. No. Yeah, it turns out that just drinking water doesn't help you get back from concussions. Wow. As Russell Wilson was invested into. Yes. He invested into a company for that, said that he drank it a lot, and it helped him overcome his concussions. It's concussion-preventing water. <sighs> that like company, I think, quickly went out of business. Or as lost it funding, should. Or, yeah. As it should. This was many years ago. During okay. his time in Seattle. All right. Uh, but Athletic Greens is legit. <laughs> they are people that you can trust because all, all you're doing with Athletic Greens is just putting good things into your bo- body. Helps with probiotics, gets the vitamins, minerals in there, and even adaptogens. Helps in so many different ways. And all it is, a little scoop that you put in water that makes that water actually really benefit you. You do it every day in the morning, and it's cheaper than your daily cup of coffee. And they will have over 7,000 five-star reviews we're all big fans of it, and I know a ton of people across the world are. So if you want to get some, go to athleticgreens.com slash Broncos, where you will get five free travel packs and a year's supply of immune-supporting vitamins. So check them out over at athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. And when you're done with that, head on over to foco.com because you can get a whole bunch of cool stuff like uh, gifts and collectibles. They've got tote bags. They've got tumblers. They've got hoodies. They've got Henleys. Which is a long sleeve shirt. With I a think button. with buttons. Ah, yep, yeah. yep. I'm a big fan of Henley. We know a Henley's eye. Uh, big Henley show. Stanley Cup touting. Yeah, Stanley Cup touting. Maybe Stanley Cup toting bobbleheads? Toting, yes. It must be toting. Toting, because they're toting the you head. You like tout someone's accomplishments. You but they tote could tout. Thing. You could tout a bobblehead. Well, if it's sitting next to him and he's not holding it. Then he's, and he's like, like, look, I'm touting about that. it. He's yeah. like, what a great cup. Yeah, maybe he's like pointing at it. Yeah. <laughs> Possible. Uh, like a little speech bubble. Um, but yeah, Foco has all sorts of good stuff. They've got Broncos gear. They've got Nuggets and Avs and a bunch of college teams, all that sort of stuff. And if you use the uh, link in our description, uh, you can head right over there. You can also use the code DNVR for 10% off at Foco.com. Um, also, local company too. So we like that as well. Love that. Also, come check us out here at the DNVR bar. There's a big party going on down there unexpected party down in the uh, front right corner of the bar live with a little lean with a rock with it yeah they're turning up um you can do that too i will be hanging out here tonight for the nuggets game um going to do my fourth and fifth shows of the day uh nuggets pregame and nuggets postgame wow Wow. they let you talk about the nuggets i know nice Uh, that's why i had to do it i'm like yeah Yeah. three, three was probably enough shows for me today but Rarely do I get to sing the praises of Nikola Jokic <laughs> on, on camera. So He's good. I'm going to take that opportunity. Uh, but you can come hang out with us here tonight. Uh, you can come hang out with us on Saturday. We'll be watching the Celebration Bowl, uh, Coach Prime's last game at, at Jackson State. So uh, always a good time down here at the bar. Uh, enjoy you some of our brunch, lunch, dinner, drinks, whatever you need. And uh, really quick before we talk about Broncos injuries, guys, this is – 
This is uh, not must win because it doesn't mean anything, but a better win for the Broncos. Like, they better win this game mm -hmm. because now, just coming out right now, um, the Cardinals general manager, Steve Kime, is taking an indefinite health-related leave of absence from the team. So they're without their general manager. They're without their starting quarterback, uh, and they're, they're just completely decimated. They also just put uh, Rondale Moore on the injured He's reserve, fast. so they're without him. He's fast. Don't have to worry about that mm -hmm. speed now. They are without so many pieces and the Broncos are getting even more pieces back than just yeah. Russell Wilson. Randy Gregory today took a very positive step. He is now practicing. He's designated to return off the injured reserve. Mm -hmm. And now the Broncos have a three-week window to bring him back. But no, don't worry about the three-week window. Nathaniel Hackett said he is hopeful for him to play this week. Uh, first of all, thinking of Steve Kime and his yeah. family, hopefully Absolutely. everything's all right yep. there. Um, never, ever want to see that stuff. No. But... I guess that leads us to the question that is in the headline as you talk about Randy Gregory, Cortland Sutton, and we already talked about Russell Wilson. Well, a couple more, too. Billy Turner Billy is Jenner. a guy that also is practicing today for the first time uh, who uh, could play this week as well. And then you mentioned Cortland Sutton, him and Kendall Hinton both out again due to hamstring injuries. That means Cortland Sutton's not going to practice for a second straight week due to the hamstring, hamstring injury. So... Should the Broncos just be sitting these guys down for the rest of the season? Um, and we can go player by player here because I think mm -hmm. it is a case-by-case -case basis. Uh -huh. But a Cortland Sutton, a Billy Turner, a Randy Gregory, um, a Russell Wilson, should they, be, should they be evaluating, like, do we, do we want to expose these guys to injuries? I mean, I saw Kyler go down last week in a game where they're a four-win team. And maybe it would have been too early to pull the plug on Kyler's season. But, like, now Kyler's – not starting the season for them next year. Really this was already a lost season for them of a, of a new era with a new a coach got an extension, the GM got an extension, the quarterback got an extension. Yep. Now two seasons are gone. Yep. Because, you know, you're going to have to figure out something to try and, I guess, stay above water until you get Kyler next year. So I just caution the Broncos, you don't want this to happen right now. This season is lost. It's gone. It's the worst season I can ever remember. Don't let it hurt you next season, too, is, is my thought. 100%, especially with guys that are teetering on coming back from injury or guys that are trying to come back from injury. That makes no sense. There's one guy, though, that I don't think you shut down. Russ. Russ. Now, mm -hmm. put the conversation we had in the first segment aside for this. Yep. If Russ isn't healthy this week, I already said it. I wouldn't play him this Even week. Even if he is yep. like, but, but quote-unquote healthy. But, right. But then let's just say... Uh, he does play this week. Okay, then you definitely don't shut him down. And the reason you don't shut Russ down is one of two things. Did Nathaniel Hackett figure out Russell Wilson, figure out how to use him this past week? You're not bringing Nathaniel Hackett back just based on this past week. You need to see more, and that's going to be with Russell Wilson. So see if those two have actually found something, actually meshed, and you, you just want to get Russ more playing time in order to, to try to prove that he's hasn't lost it and that he can mesh with this team so that's the one guy although it's the most important player the most important position that i am not going to sit if he's fully healthy if russ were to put three or four performances on the field like he did uh last week to finish this season out mm -hmm. it would go miles towards making this fan base excited for next season uh -huh. mm -hmm. and that's not what this is all about but it is important and they're going to probably hire a new coach and a new offensive coordinator, and that'll build a little bit of hype, and that'll give people hope that they can fix Russell Wilson. But actually seeing Russell Wilson do things is going to be the most powerful reason for people to be excited about next year. Um, so I would play him. I would be very cautious. Maybe as you get to the last couple games of the season, maybe you shut him down. Um, but for him, I think he's got to play. Yeah, I mean – I totally agree. I'd sit him this week, play him after that. Um, I think you want to get Sutton out there for the same reason. Like, you need that chemistry. You need the chemistry between those two. Like, that's that does impact next year, getting that, that combo going together. Now, I also think his hamstring, it's, he's probably out at least a couple more weeks. So I don't even know if it's going to be on the table for him to come back. Okay, so let, let's say he, so he missed last week. Let's yep. say he missed the, pat, the next two weeks. And then he, he's healthy. The medical staff says he's healthy for week 17 and 18. You're bringing him back. I'd probably sim 17, play him 18. 
Well, I'm I'm putting at least one week after he's fully back. Henry, why? Why? Because you for, need to build the for, chemistry for one game. If Russell Wilson misses the next mm -hmm. three games, I'm still I'm sitting him then for for week 18. I'm not bringing him back for one game. And for me, I don't care. Cortland Sutton's dealing with a hamstring, a really mm -hmm. tough injury to kind of make your way back. You're done, bud. You're on IR just like Mike yeah. Boone. You're done the rest of the season right now. The fact that he was day-to-day -day last week, mm -hmm. uh, or, or no, he, he was day-to-day, -day, but it didn't look like he was going to play, and he's still not practicing today, it's a bad enough hamstring where you're done for the, for the final month of the season, in, in, in my eyes. Is that three weeks really going to matter, though? Like you're going to you get so, so you wind up with, if you rest him from, whatever, January 12th after the last game, whenever that is, yeah. through the, the OTAs or whenever you get him going again versus resting him from now, do you think it makes that big of a difference? Oh, I see. The, the extra month that you get right exactly. now. Exactly. Uh, what I'm more concerned about is just re-injuring re the hamstring because it's already torn a little bit. Probably uh, it, it, it's easier to have a bigger injury on it now. So, yeah, I, I, it, uh, in terms of his health right now for next year, no, you're not doing it for the, the four weeks of rehab. You're doing it for the, the threat of no more injury. Yeah. But, but, see, again, if he's, I'm only doing it if he's fully healthy. He's not like going to be fully healthy. A hamstring will no. not be fully healthy. Then absolutely yeah. do not play him. Yeah, I mean, hamstrings are a scary one, especially because you don't want to start getting that chronic hamstring issues that so many mm -hmm. athletes have had over the years. Mm -hmm. um, Court has been, I don't remember any hamstring issues for him in the mm -hmm. past, so I would like for him to just fully heal from this one and then move on. Um, I, I don't really think, like, knowing what I know from my friends who play, uh, who have had hamstring injuries, they basically say, like, yeah, you don't really feel normal on it until the end of the season. So... You probably got to sit him down. If that's the case, then definitely do not play him. Also, there's a little something else in this, for me at least. Jerry Judy took over Cortland Sutton's X receiver mm -hmm. spot, backside X receiver. Uh, Jerry had his best game of his career, mm -hmm. definitely season. Um, I'm not personally, I don't want to see Cortland come back and be taking reps away from Jerry at that spot, and I think that would happen. If, if Sutton comes back, I want to see what Jerry can do five mm -hmm. games in that position for the rest of the season. See if he can mm -hmm. develop into that star that he was this past week or if that kind of was just an anomaly game and it just mm -hmm. happened to be that it was at that first spot. But see if see if Jerry Judy can be a true number one here. But Especially the, yeah. the rest of the season doesn't mean anything. So mm -hmm. you can make these moves to kind of put yourself in a position to evaluate guys. The other position you're putting him in, though, is just to be double teamed constantly. Because there is no other threat. You know, Kendall Hinton, you had the two third down conversions on the first drive, like 15 yards the rest of the game. Brandon Johnson plays over 52 of 73 snaps, doesn't get a target. Or no, did he get to, He definitely didn't get a catch. He might have gotten a target. <laughs> um, but, but again, like, well, then you're just. No, you're just asking Jerry to be double teamed. Like, that, you need to take a little pressure off. That, that's a fair point. Mm -hmm. But then he's not a true number one in my mind if he can't deal with that because yeah. I don't think that they're going to you – know, there, there's true number ones where teams say we're going to shut you down and the true number one still goes off. We talked about that playmaking number one elite guy. That's what I'm looking for. Right now I don't think it's Jerry. It's definitely not Cortland Sutton. It's not Tim Patrick. So right now if I'm the general manager of this team, I'm saying I need to go get one of those. If Jerry Judy can become one of those this year, I'm feeling great. Yeah, mm -hmm. the one thing I'll say about that, though, is that even those pure number ones that you're talking about, they, the team puts guys around them to make the other team think twice. Like, for example, if you want to double Stephon Diggs all day, then you're going to leave uh, Gabe Davis in a one-on-one -on -one situation, and then you're going to get burned, and then they're gonna, you're going to readjust your plans. So the broncos have no one right now that if a team wants to just take away jerry judy that you can say well watch out this guy will hurt you yeah but don't forget gabe davis was no one about a year ago for sure i mean it's not like he was this great established number two or he, it's not even True. like he was Cortland sutton where he was that much of a threat he came onto the scene at the end of that season yep. in the playoffs I just again mean, like those guys need a help. true number two now though yeah yeah, but he wasn't then, and teams yeah. were still able to – Stefan Diggs was still able to be that incredible, uh, true number one receiver. Yeah, and, I mean, Jerry's not Stefan Diggs, so. Yeah. That, I want to <laughs> see if he can turn into – or become close mm -hmm. to that. I don't expect him to be Stefan mm -hmm. Diggs realistically. I just want to see if he can be that good. But also, mm -hmm. we did see the Chiefs double-team Jerry Judy, and yes. it got him furious. It got him frustrated. That's one of the reasons why he took sure off did. his helmet. He's going to get fined uh, for, for multiple violations. But then he still was able to overcome that later in the game. Yep. Mm -hmm.
Yep. Yeah. Um, so now a couple of couple of other guys. Also, just so we're clear, like double teaming in the NFL is not like double teaming in the NBA, where it's like if you do it, you can't get it. Like that yep. usually means you're taking away the top, right? Right. And you're giving you know the corner a little bit more opportunity to get inside leverage or something like that. Because if you go outside release, then there's a safety there to protect it. It's not as simple as like you're just putting two guys on them saying you can't get the ball. Like right. there are ways to mm-hmm. beat. Uh, double coverage in the NFL. Absolutely, mm-hmm. 100%. And the elite guys, and also helps when it comes with a play caller and a quarterback, obviously, are, are able to beat that. Um, Randy Gregory, are you playing him? Absolutely not. Huh. Absolutely are, not. I mean, are you, what are we doing out here? It's great to see number five on the field just from like a, man, I'm happy you're out there, Randy. You're such a physically imposing like guy. It's so cool to see you, but no. This is the guy that you shut down the rest. The injury guy. You know he's just going to get uh, injured at some point, whether it's this season, whether it's next season. Have him as healthy as possible going into the offseason so that he doesn't have to be rehabbing something else. Just if, if you have an opportunity to keep Randy Gregory healthy, you do that. Yeah, probably. Like, it just to only have him play three and a half games in his first season, it, it, that's, that's tough. Yeah. That's really tough. You got, you, but, you got what you asked for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could get like four more, but there's just no reason to. Yeah, and my whole thing is, wh- what's the value? That's the, yeah. Just to make you feel better. Yeah. To, to make who feel better? George Payton. George Payton. Right. Exactly. It's like you're. He's. Gonna, what does he have right now, sacks wise? Two. So yep. you know, if he finishes with five, are you gonna feel a lot better about yourself? Probably. Uh, you know, and instead of, oh, he played three and a half games, you got what you paid for mm-hmm. type of thing. Oh, he paid, he played seven and a half games. He almost played half the season, you right, know, like right, right. that's what you're hoping for. It's all just yep. feelings. All you're worried about is feelings. What you really should be worried about is what's, why did we sign him mm-hmm. to be an impactful pass rusher in important games? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do everything you can to make sure that you have him the next time you play an important game, which Guess what is none of the remaining ones. What's so silly, too, is the fact they're not rushing him back because he, he's been able to be brought off IR for many weeks mm-hmm. now since he was put on it after week four. But he has not been able to practice. So the fact that today's his first day practicing mm-hmm. and they're thinking about playing him this Sunday is also just, like, mind-blowing. Uh, because obviously he's mm-hmm. passed the medical part. But it's a knee that he had. He had an arthroscopic procedure on his knee. Don't you want him to slowly make his way back? Nope. And for a game that means nothing, again, it, it's great for the Broncos' ability to win this game that he's that he, it yep. looks like he's going to play on Sunday. But from a 10,000-foot perspective, what are we doing here? It's good for Baron Browning, too. That's the other piece. To have yeah. Randy? Yes. It's just the same as Cortland and Jerry. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, just letting him have a little bit more space because the offense is focused on Randy. But at the same time, it's also good for Draymond. And you don't necessarily want numbers for Draymond at this point. Well, I mean, what what, what have the numbers been for Draymond since Bradley, Bradley Chubb. Chubb left? Got his first sack this week. Yeah, one. Which I think was yeah. his first tackle for loss also. Yeah, so they haven't been good. So you're right. Yep. It would be really good for Draymond. I don't think DJ The defense has, has actually low-key struggled since Bradley left. Yeah. Yep. Who could yep. have seen that coming? Everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially Evero, who uh, said, "Yeah, we're gonna miss everything about Bradley Chubb." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there, there's one guy that we've mentioned but haven't fully talked about, and I actually am taking a different approach. Billy Turner. Um, this is a yeah. guy in a different way from Randy Gregory, uh, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, and Cortland Sutton. He's on a one-year deal. If he wants to play, uh, sure, play him. Yeah, uh, because unfortunately. If he thinks he's good enough to play, he probably wants to put tape out there to yeah. show teams in the offseason. Mm-hmm. So, and if I think he's the best right tackle, which he probably is for this team, or, or guard because he can play four different positions, yeah. sure, Billy, you can play if, if you want to. Yeah, and the one world in which I'd say, like, no, don't let him is if they still had Natani Moody. If somebody wanted to sell me on, like, yeah, let Reisner play right tackle and, and <laughs> then get Moody some reps at guard, like, I could get behind that, but I don't need to... I'm not interested in opening up reps for Quinn Bailey. 
like that just not your starting tackle of the future there's nobody else who you even consider so yeah let let him eat the snaps what are we doing here know. i've been seeing some weird <laughs> stuff on the, uh, the news here we go again they're probably trying to show the tattoo as an identification oh of do we have like it a just happens to be a, it's a package stealer uh, yeah. yes for those who don't know it happens to be a tramp stamp that they show, <laughs> uh, yeah. which is that, why the that they are zooming in on yes whenever whenever she bends over it's <laughs> uh, quite the visual wow. it sure Th- is. this is on like local news yep, yes, local, yes, local yep. news um henry they you... also said that uh gonorrhea is up 76 percent in colorado over oh, the last six years no jeez yeah tough. my bad guys we all wow we all should be okay <laughs> yeah. the three the four of us uh, in we this can room. Only hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, um but henry did say one other name mm-hmm. that we got a little bit of information on oh, today God. natani muti um, who, of course, is now with the Las Vegas Raiders. Orlando Franklin earlier today said that uh, the Broncos wanted to bring him back, and he said, nope, going to go to the Raiders. Yep. And again, just to explain how that works, if you're on a practice squad, you can negotiate with any team. But you know, For the Broncos, their active roster. For their active roster, yep. You can't leave for practice squad. But when the Raiders reach out to Tony Moody, the Broncos say, hey, actually, we'll give you that contract. Just stay here and... Apparently, he just kind of flipped him the bird, as he should. Uh, no, yeah, because watch yeah. what happens when he gets cut in a week, uh, and they try to move him to their practice squad, and the Broncos scoop him right back up. Um, I don't think uh, they're doing that. Uh, well, no. So, wait. So, what do you think? Natani should have just stayed in Denver? Uh, no, I just say don't burn bridges. Um, mm, but he didn't burn a bridge if you think the Broncos are just going to scoop him right back up. Well, I'm saying... Um, and they're not going to cut him. The, the whole idea of him be of him giving them the middle finger, I don't, like, like no, I don't want to be a Bronco anymore. You might be a Bronco next week. And it, I mean that could be the case, but the fact that he was offered probably the same similar deal mm-hmm. from both sides, and and he went to the Raiders is pretty telling. But also, I mean, the Broncos put themselves in that position at the beginning of the season. They had had the opportunity to keep him on the fifty three. They decided not to. Then this week. They had the opportunity to bring him up and have him be the starter, and instead they went with Wattenberg, which yep. uh, obviously was the wrong decision. And and I think he was clearly offended by that or saw that that was the wrong move and now just wanted to go somewhere else to, to a place that they were going to respect him. I don't blame him at all for wanting no. a fresh start. Um, whether that's with the Raiders, I mean, obviously it's the last team yep. I would want to see him do that with. It's um, <laughs> true. But it, it's when you've been with a team and you haven't really fully gotten the opportunity yet, and you feel like you're good enough, and he just put it on tape last week that he is yep. good enough. Yeah. Then you just say, like, well, I want to go somewhere else. Hopefully they value me a little bit more. Hopefully I can show them, you know, something that the Broncos didn't see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think he's going to be their starter. They've got Alex Bars at guard right now. Who is that? Yeah. <laughs> they just signed him from the Bears, where he was before, which means he was sure not starting for that bars? Bears offense. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Natani Moody is going to be a good NFL player. I mean, we saw what he did on Sunday. He was incredible. He was he, he was st- stuffing everybody. He, he was, was working well yeah. against Chris Jones. Like there was not one play you look at and say like, oh, he screwed that one up. Didn't give up a pressure. Is that nope, right? Nope. Didn't give up a pressure. Twenty three coverage snaps. Only five run blocking snaps, and that might be like, oh, if he'd if he blocks m- more runs, then maybe he screws up there. Maybe that's his flaw. He's more of a run guy, though. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. So, again, like I uh, I think the Broncos really screwed up. I, I, I th- would have found a way to get him on the field these next few weeks because he looked like a beast. Their best or second best offensive lineman next to Quinn Miners this, this week, the one time they played him. I think we were all confused when they cut him after training camp. Because it's like, wait, that guy, the 23-year-old massive man who has started games before and, and looks like a, a future good NFL player, they were able to get him on the practice squad somehow. But this whole thing, I mean, they've been flipping Quinn Bailey between the active roster and the practice squad over and over and over again. Yeah, You could have gotten him on the practice squad again if you wanted and given Moody that spot. Instead, they waited. And, of course, Moody has been thinking all season – I should maybe not be starting. He thinks he should be starting. I wouldn't be surprised if he sh- he was one of their five best linemen. But the fact that he wasn't on the active roster, like he absolutely should leave. It's the right decision on his part. And like, it isn't the biggest move that George Payton has made, but it might be the biggest red flag of anything that they weren't able to keep him. I know it sounds crazy talking about a practice squad offensive lineman like this, but he, I think he's a starter in the NFL. On a team that has 
very little hope on the offensive line. Yeah. Yep. A bright spot like that is just one you have to keep around, at yeah. least for the rest of this season. Say, hey, can you replicate that performance uh, two or three more times? And what sucks is the Broncos won't have to go up against Mooty this year. But just like Hank said, I think he's going to be a starter for the Raiders next year. Yep. And when we're talking about like. Man, do you want to pay Dalton Reisner to stay? Do you want to go to the draft at left guard? And when left guard's open next year, it's going to be like, well, you had that guy. Yeah, I just caution people. I, I think that's a little bit uh, much for me. Uh, like, I remember when that he could be a starter or that he's going to be the starter for them next mm. year. Um, I just remember, like, Devontae Bosby and everyone losing their minds over that, and then he was cutting back on the Broncos, like, three weeks later. Mooty. Yeah, and... Mooty J. I mean, the Raiders' offensive line isn't that good either. No, that's just why not. I think it, mm-hmm. that's a good spot for him to go. Unfortunately, real quick, just because this has been on my mind today, you just mentioned how old Mooty is—twenty-three years old. Yeah, you know who's also twenty-three years old? I mean, that's a pretty open-ended question. <laughs> Jerry Judy. <laughs> yeah, is he only? Jerry yeah, Judy he is, is isn't he? twenty-three years old. It's crazy. There's a reason why you draft young players, right? Yeah. Because the window for them is much larger. When you also do that, you have to understand that you're getting a more immature individual, mm-hmm. uh, physically and mentally. And I just that was like a huge reset of of um, perception for me today to realize like, yeah, he's the age of like a rookie right now. Mm-hmm. And yes, this is his Younger third. Younger than Wattenberg, right? This is his third year in the league, and so you 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 are obviously held to a different standard of maturity when you are put you're a professional athlete that being said like it's not as if the clock is ticking on jerry judy ever maturing no. he's literally still a kid mm-hmm. um and it just made me think like okay there's plenty of reason to believe that he could grow up and you can and become a you know a true pro you can see him changing too like i talked to him for like five minutes and i was like this is an adult like, well, like, well, well, I mean, Henry, you, you mentioned that oh, it's yeah. been 69 hours since Russ's exactly. injury. So what, it's been it's been 71 hours since oh. Jerry Judy should have been ejected, could have been <laughs> oh, suspended. Totally. But that's like on-field so, I mean, stuff. Let's, well, yeah, I mean, the I'm just talking about like being field. in the locker room. It's like just talking to him now versus at the beginning of the year. It's like, that's like an adult now. Whereas before, it's like, okay, there you go. And maybe it was just like today and maybe, like I said, like maybe he just found out he was fine, but it was just like, yeah, laid back, chill, smart, good at answering questions. Like, seemed very well media trained, which, not that he wasn't before, but times you're like, yeah, yeah, he does seem young. Yeah. Again, like, there's a whole thing on the field and all that, but that's just being a hothead. That's I, not going away. I just, it was just and a real, like, wake up call for me today to be like, I think you'll be 24 years old next year. Like, yeah. if that's when he, like, takes the next step, it won't be a surprise at all in terms of, like, the normal development of a player. Mm-hmm. But you have to see it, and, and you have to continue to see it. You can't just bank on that happening. No, but three tutters yeah. in a game is a is a nice start. It sure is, is. It is, and that's why I'd keep him there and yep. not let anyone come and try to try to take that from him. Do because you, I don't think it's going to be Cortland taking it from him. I think it's going to be the coaching staff saying, let's put some reps here and there between the two. Yeah, but again, he was rotating into that role before. He was rotating out of it this week too, like playing in the slot and all that stuff. So I do think he probably opened some eyes. And I do think it's pretty obvious, like, when you're all alone out there, it's one-on-one, plenty of space, like, seems like a good fit yeah. for Jerry Judy. Like, do more of that. I hope but at some gets, point, they have to figure out how to blend those two together. I hope he gets 15 targets this week. He should. He should. He yeah. absolutely should. He, he should. he should get 15 targets, 10 to 15 targets mm-hmm. every single game for the rest of the season. And I'm, I'm pretty sure when the Broncos were down 27-0, he had one target, and it was like a four-yard catch. Another reason why he was so frustrated. Absolutely. I'd be interested to see what his numbers and the Broncos' record is in games where he gets 10-plus targets. Be interesting to see. Well, you may not want to see that, though, because that may mean they're in, like, pure passing mode in the fourth quarter. So you may have to boil it down to try to get more meaningful numbers. I just feel like when he is involved, he, like, goes off. Mm -hmm. And then, like, there's other games where you're like, where was Jerry Judy that day? Uh, and, you know, we talk about that with Cortland, too, and we give him a lot of shit for that. Um, but it just feels like 
once he gets like two or three catches, it's just like, oh, he's going. If you want to bet on this, Jerry's stats this week, this year, next year, you can do that over with our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, where right now they're giving new users the chance to get $150 in free bets by placing a $5 money line bet on any NFL team. And if that NFL team wins, not only do you get the winnings from that bet, but you get $150 free in your pocket right there. And this is the time to do it. Thursday night football three games on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Then you have Monday night or all of Sunday, including Sunday night and the Broncos game in the afternoon. And then Monday night football, man, is that a great way to start your weekend with 150 free bucks that you get to use on those games. So check them out over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Head to the App Store now and download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up in order to get this this offer. That's promo code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And make sure to see our our show notes for details. I think my – I gave out like three picks of the week. I said Argentina in regular time. France in regular time, and then just parlay those two, and both of the, all of it hit. Boom! So how much? How much do you win from that? Uh, a good chunk. A couple wow. units. Yeah. Well, I had two units just on France today. So dang, wow. there you go. Yeah, it's good. You're feeling good. What are you feeling for the final? France, sadly. Well, uh, I have been thinking that it was rigged for Messi, though. Mm. <laughs> Gonna have to think about that. <laughs> Soccer's so dumb. They rig stuff. Everything's rigged. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. So no, you believe in isn't. the NFL script. <laughs> Everything's rigged. <laughs> uh, also, sports fan. They've got uh, a bunch of cool gear. I mentioned I was in there a couple times this weekend, and they've got so much cool stuff. Like, they have at least seven or eight different Nuggets jerseys, but none of them are... I guess a couple you can find. Up, like, they have the Matumbo throwback. Mm-hmm. They, but they also have, like, the 2016 Nikola Jokic and Jamal mm. Murray jerseys. Which are ugly jerseys, but also it's cool that they're throwbacks. <laughs> they have the uh, like Chauncey Billups jerseys, AI jerseys, yeah. Fat Lever jerseys, Ooh. and again, like it's not just Nuggets either. So like they have Clyde Drexler, for example, and a bunch of those other old. Get- it's so much cool stuff in there. They always have cool specials going. When I was in there, I was like buy one jersey, get another seventy five percent off. And they also have T shirts and hats and bobbleheads and all that other stuff too. There's two locations on Sixteenth Street Mall. One off, one on Federal, which is uh, also where our tailgate is, and then also one at the Park Meadows Mall in Centennial. That's it. That? that might be Lone Tree. With one of those suburby Southern Denver places. Park Meadows. Yeah. Park Meadows. Yeah. The Park Meadows Mall. You know the mall. Uh, it's all good stuff. So get on out there. All right. Also, one more thing on Moody. Wait. One sexy pizza. Yeah. There oh, we go. oh, there's more. <laughs> one more thing on sexy pizza. Uh, a few more things on sexy pizza. Delicious. Available, yep. multiple locations in the Denver area. Mm. A true Colorado company. Been yep. here in Denver for, I believe, over 10 years now. Uh, and they love to give back to the community with their philanthropies, which are delicious specialty pies. And each pie gives a percentage of sales back to local nonprofits, which is pretty cool. Um, and even better, you can get 15% off your sexy pizza when you use the code SEXYDNVR15 at www.sexypizza.com. That's sexydnvr15 at www.sexy.pizza. I mean, the lights are turning off in here. You're kidding about a real party (laughs) happening, baby. I know. I I thought it was when I said sexy DNVR. Oh, nice. (laughs) It's the code word. And if you're a member over at, uh, or if you're a diehard, you get 15% off when you come by the bar. True. true. So it makes sense. If you say sexy DNVR 15, (laughs) everything kind of gets a little cozy. Last thing on Moody, though. Remember, so after the, there was the Jerry Pass interference. And... It's like 40 yards or whatever, and then there's the holding call. And we were sitting in the press box, and I said, like, oh, of course they're going to call holding. They know that 40 yards is absurd for a penalty like that. <laughs> you said, like, I mean, it was a pretty blatant one. Going back, it was clean. He, Dude, he no, 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 no. Go back way. and watch it. Go back and watch it. Moody just slams that man on the ground, and he doesn't grab him. Like, it was a clean block where he just put a defensive tackle on the, on the floor. Try not to curse. Um, and it, again, like that didn't he, man didn't is he hook him in order to get him on no, the ground? No, he didn't. He didn't hook him. It was a clean play. <laughs> it was. I am upset. This it, this is going to be an issue. Like Wait. two years from now, Mooty? next year, yes, yeah. it is going to be an issue. We'll see. Yes, it was clean. <laughs> it was clean. I, I believe you. He was pushing. Yes. Mm. All right. Should we get to the comments? 
Let's do it. All right. No super chats. Uh, weak effort by the YouTube commenters Ooh. today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's jump. They hate us. Uh, jump into the comments on the website. Mm. Who's leading us off, Zach? Uh, first one is coming in from Ozzy. Dan says, good day, boys. Maybe it's a sign of following a perennial losing team over the last seven years, but I have never felt so good about a loss <laughs> like I did last Sunday <laughs> or Monday for us. While Russ has had some very rough patches throughout the year, I really believe that the inconsistent line play has been a huge factor behind his and the offensive struggles. Last Sunday, the offense looked totally inept in the first half i think it was no coincidence that when the line held up from the latter half of the second quarter that russ looked like he had that like what he had been expecting all year with some new offensive line pieces obtained through the draft and free agency learning to finish off the close games and hopefully some luck with injuries i feel for the first time in a long time that the broncos can be a legitimate playoff team in 2023 however we need last week to be the turning point, so we must beat the Cardinals and Rams. If we can also beat the Chargers at home and play the Chiefs competitively like we did last weekend, an offseason that looks so incredibly miserable less than five days ago could be full of hope and hype. Not many teams can change as quickly as the NFL. Why not us? Have a great day, guys. Ozzy Dan. It's basically like at the start of the season, it was like a nice sunny day. Then the cloud just like slowly came in until the part where it's just like, a massive thunderstorm and this week it's like oh it's not a thunderstorm anymore it's just really gray and cloudy and all that slightly stuff. raining exactly and so it's like you go win this week and it's like oh like i can kind of tell the sun's like back behind that cloud over there and after that like maybe they part just a little bit like you're not getting back to a sunny day at this point but you can at least make it not miserable i like it i have my doubts though it's to, gonna be miserable to to feel to feel really good they well, I shouldn't say really good. You know, feel really good compared to where we are right now. They got to go three and one, which will mean either a win over the Chiefs, which would be incredible, or a win against the Chargers, um, who are likely going to be playing for something. And then obviously two wins against bad teams. But still, it would be two wins against bad teams. They got to do that in order mm -hmm. to feel like, okay, they that there's really something great that potentially going on here. If they just beat two really bad teams and lose to two two good teams two playoff teams yeah. then it's gonna be like okay well where do we stand it's better than it was but it's not great yeah i mean it just feels like a big difference between five and 12 and six and 11 like those numbers just sound different in my head yeah like six and 11 is like you're bad five and 12 is like you're awful. oh that's embarrassing what about three and 14 that possibility. That's that that likelihood. <laughs> Congratulations, you got the number one pick. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Well, no, you don't. The Seattle Seahawks do. I know. Oh. H Town Broncos says, What's up, gents? So this weekend I'll be flying my daughter out to Denver for her first ever Broncos game for her tenth wow. birthday. Hey. Wow. Only right way to do it is at mile high. I took a major L though buying these tickets in the summer oh. when I was drunk and high off of the Russell hype. Oh, I even wow. brought her first jersey of Russell Wilson color rush jersey. Don't say uh, anything. I feel the same way about it now. At least he played his ass off last game. Uh, and this week, people are a little, a little more optimistic about him. I guess they don't give me shit for buying her that jersey. was hoping around 8-5, and five, gunning for a playoff position at this point. But F it. I'm going to treat her right and have a good time. At 3-10, and 10, she doesn't care anyway. She's just excited <laughs> to go. Anyways, where's the tailgate lo located at? I'll be coming with the old man as well. If we have some time, I'd love to mm. stop by. Hate it. It for Kyler since we're playing a backup and maybe things are different yep. Sunday. So you're saying there's a chance. Oh, there's definitely a chance. Um, and what was it? It was a three and a half point swing when the chart when the Cardinals lost mm -hmm. Kyler. Uh, now I only imagine it's going to go over that three that because yep. right now the Broncos are two and a half point favorites. I have to imagine they're three and a half, if not more, come game day. And the thing is, like, if the Broncos win, I think the most likely score is something like. 17 14. Oh boy. Like like I don't think the most I likely win no is like uh is is close and pretty maybe maybe medium scoring but probably less than that. So honestly, I if if I can get three and a half points, four points, give me the points. Like it's only it's only minus 3 right now and actually the minus 3 is plus 100. Woo. Wow. I like that. If I'm giving out another pick of the week, <laughs> it's probably that right Oof. now. Yeah, I like it too. Um the over-under is set at 36. <laughs> That's insane. It is. It is. Broncos wonder... have to score 27 to get any credit for me, so the Cardinals <laughs> will only have to score 11. Wow. Or no, 9. I wonder, like, somebody should go through and just add up every team's totals, like, going into each game. 
and just see like what it is. Because if the Broncos are averaging like 37, they might be like 100 points below whoever else because it's like oh, five definitely. a week compared to the next lowest oh, average. True, yeah. Definitely. It's a really good point. As for where the tailgate is, right behind Sports Fan off of Federal. True. That's the easiest way to find it. Just look for the Federal location of Sports Fan. We're right behind there. You can get your tickets at dnvr.eventbrite.com. It's a blast. And if you're looking at the stadium, it's west of the stadium. Yep, exactly. Yes. Best kind of directly west of the uh, north side of the stadium. No, directly west of the west side of the stadium. And the well, east, no, really. No, no, no. I'm trying to think of like, <laughs> yes, it's, it's west of the northwest point of the stadium. I would still say just due west of west. No, because it's, it's still the north part of the stadium. It's like, you know... <sighs> I guess it's, it's, not, like the it's north. not south. It's on it's the north like, side. Yeah, it's slightly north. Yeah, so it's northwest, <laughs> mostly west. Mostly west. <laughs> it's mostly all, okay. West. No, it's west, west, north. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah there yeah. we go. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right, let's let's end on that note. Appreciate. Uh, oh, we have whoa, a last second super chat whoa, from Jose. Jose. Uh, super chat for the YouTube squad. Would you rest players if you have a chance to play spoiler against the Chargers or break the streak against the Chiefs? Oh man, I would want to spoil the Chargers. My my judgment is clouded. <laughs> wow. The streak against the Chiefs is it's big. Like I think that there's kind of two sides of it. Like you end the streak, then when you play them the first time next year, they're gonna be like, oh these these losers beat us last year. We want to get them. I don't think that's as big as just having in your back pocket that you are capable of beating the Kansas City Chiefs. But, I mean, the thing is they probably aren't, and that's why it's not going to happen. I think there's more of a likelihood that the Broncos get beat by 40 points when they play Kansas City this next time than they do of winning. Yep. The Chiefs are going to be so pissed off. Yep. In Kansas City. Um, I just have one plea to the NFL schedule makers. Can you just give us at Arrowhead in September next year, please? No. Your wish I, has not been granted. Or as you, as we kind of said earlier this week, um, because the Broncos have been so bad that, yeah. and now they're not competitive with Russell Wilson this year, they would rather have the Chargers yeah, or the save Raiders. Yeah, the Chiefs and, Chargers yep, for the yep, end of the yep, year. Yep. Bring out, you know, Chargers at Arrowhead Week 18. Yep. Everyone would love that. <laughs> Isn't, what's, what's Mahomes' record in December? It's like 27-0 and zero or 27-1 and one yeah, or something. I mean, insane. he still hasn't lost an AFC West road game. 15 and 0. Wow. Almost had him. Yeah. Almost yeah. had him. Next year. All right. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll uh, wrap up there. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow on the DMVR Broncos podcast.
keep it.